Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Rinthigpen. Always excited to be in the place with you. Well, here we are towards the end of this year at the time of the recording that we are having right now. And we have all had these movements. Some would call them paradigm shifts. Some would call them transformations that the year has brought us into. And it's made us look at how we've shown up, how we were reflected in the eyes of those we love, how we were reflected in the eyes of people we were attracting in, whether it be business, personal, or all of the above. And that is why today I am bringing to you this phenomenal, dare I say, fabulous woman, Yolanda Droll. She is a transformational lifestyle specialist that has a resume that is booming from the scenes. She is walking her walk, teaching her talk, and making sure that she shows up fully in every single essence of her being. When I tell you that this woman is fabulous, I mean it all the way down to the way she has rescripted the word to a philosophy of fabulosity. Yolanda, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? Oh my word, after that amazing, dare I say, fabulous introduction, I am feeling on top of the world. Thank you, Nikita, <laughs> for having me. I can't wait to converse further with you. Absolutely. I'm super excited to have you here for so, so many reasons. I would love for you to just take a moment and share with all of our listeners a little bit about what you're doing and why you decided to coin Fabulosity. Oh, what a lovely question. My favorite question. So, um, fabulosity is something that came up for me. It evolved out of my love for the word fabulous. Now, that in itself is quite a crazy thing, right? Because it's just a word. And actually, I'm starting a whole mission. I've got a whole revolution. My whole business is being built on the word fabulous. Mm. And what I love about that word fabulous is that it's very high vibration. And, you know, if I say to you, Nikita, you are fabulous or Nikita, you look fabulous today or you are doing fabulous things in the world, you cannot help but smile, right? right? Your inside smile, your outside smile, and that energy just goes out to everybody around you. That high vibration is something we could all use more of. And so I love that word so much. And fabulosity evolved out of that. And um, I can't remember what you actually asked me. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you you were on it and you were vibrating high with fabulousness. You're like, listen, this is where I'm going to stay, which is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to know why fabulous, why fabulosity, where it came from and what kind of internal shift you had for you to show up not only as a fabulous human, but also to spill that over onto all of your clients through the work that you do. Okay. So yes, I was so involved in my own sort of magical world over there. But (laughs) what happened for me is that I stepped through the midlife portal a couple of years ago, and I like calling it the midlife portal because I always feel that, you know, your big birthdays, your forties, fifties, and sixties, however long midlife is, they're big things. They're big transformational reinvention opportunities. And once you step through them, You're a completely different person. That's the way I like to look at it. So as I was faced with this midlife portal, I decided that I needed to basically 
create for myself who I wanted to be next. And I had two role models really in my 20s and my 30s. The one was my mum, who was a fantastic mother. She raised four girls. She was incredible. But when we all left home, she really struggled with empty nest syndrome. Mm. And I have to say that she really never recovered. And so she never lived her life to the fullest potential. And she struggled with depression and all sorts of things. That was my one role model. I had another role model. And that was I stumbled across this movement called the Advanced Style Movement, which is a movement, if you like, it's, it's basically a bunch of New York old people, <laughs> bold people, I should say, women in their 80s mm. and even sometimes. And what they do is they dress up in the craziest, most creative clothing. They don't give a toss about whether their clothes make them look thinner or if the colors are the most flattering. They wear what they want to wear, what lights them up. And they basically go out with each other. They have coffee, they have parties, they have the time of their lives. Wow. And as a result of that, they've been photographed all over the place. They are constantly in the media. They get so much attention, which I think is fabulous because I don't know about you, but a lot of people that I speak to who have stepped through their midlife portal, they often complain of feeling invisible and irrelevant and that their best days are behind them. And I think that is terrible. And I realized this when I was looking ahead. So I had my mom as my one role model. I had these ladies as a second role model. And I thought, who do I want to be like? The second, the second lot of people, those women that are living life to the T's, living life, you know, I've lost my words. They're just living life, right? And that's who I wanted to be. And they they just are such role models. And so this whole thing of fabulous as well, when I stepped through that midlife portal again, I decided that I wanted to be fabulous. I wanted to spend more time with positive energy. And, you know, we've all got challenges in life. I had my own, you know, I've still got my own. We, we all have that stuff. But I want to hang out in the positive side. And so I want to downplay the negative, highlight the positive, and just hang around in fabulous land as much as I possibly can. And so I I decided to make that a life philosophy. And so what happened for me was I started to take incremental steps, and I call it fabification. So I would start doing little fabifications every day. So, for example, I would, uh, when I had breakfast, Instead of just having a slice of toast with cheese, which apparently is very bad for you, although it's very delicious, <laughs> <laughs> I decided to have, you know, a bit of yogurt and some fruit and, you know, then I would eat it on a, on a nice plate and perhaps I would sit outside where I could listen to the birds. And that made me feel pretty good. Yeah. And then I'd think, right, what am I going to wear today? Well, I could shove on a pair of trackies and a T-shirt or I could wear something that lights me up. I could just up-level it slightly. And so I did. As a result of putting better clothes on my body, I felt better about myself. So I had a positive energy, and that radiated towards how I treated my children and how I treated my friends and how I spoke to my husband and how I showed up for my clients and all that kind of thing. So that's a very long-winded way of saying how this kind of all came about and how this philosophy and, and habit came about of, of being fabulous. And so now my mission is to kind of help other women to look fabulous, feel fabulous, and do fabulous because we all can. 
Yes. Listen, what, what, what young people say, three snaps and a clap. <laughs> this, I, it makes so much sense and it confirms everything that I thought about you. You know that there's just some things that you intuitively feel about a person at their core, that they are optimistic and overall really joyful people. This confirms it. You turned up your own vibration first and you made sure that you tuned yourself to the level that you needed to play at so that you could overflow into every relationship. I call it relationship intimacy, 360 degrees. Every relationship that's surrounding you. And not only does your family and friends and colleagues get the benefit of that, but so do your clients. And in a more profound way, because now I'm sure you had more than a dozen people say, wow, where did you get that hat? Where did you get those earrings? Where did you get that light, that smile, that energy? Like it goes beyond the, the kind of external cosmetics. And I li- I love how you said, and I want to make sure I do it justice, fab- fabric- fabrication, is that what it's called? Fabric- fabrication? Fabification. Fabification. Yeah, I was trying, trying to get it out. <laughs> Fabification of these little, small, manageable, incremental steps that you can do. Because for me, this is how you create work life and love balance. You start with your truth, what matters to you. What do you want? Not just what you need. And you're like, you know what? I need safety. I need shelter. I need food, you know, all that. But I want a little bit more fabulousness in my life. I want to start by taking the china out the cabinet that we got at the wedding 20 years ago and start using it and not just waiting to have to invite other people to show it for, but to choose me and to do it for me. That is what I'm talking about. You and I are speaking the same language. That's absolutely true. And you know, it really does start with the decision. Yeah. It's what, you know, it's a decision. I decide that I want to feel fabulous today. So how can I make that happen? And uh, it isn't always easy. I mean, we yeah. all have our lows. There are things that happen in life that are not fun. But, um, you know, one of the tenets of fabulosity is that you need to trust. Um, I always say to love and trust that everything that's happened in your life, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and everything about you as well as a person or me as a person, the good, the bad, and the ugly, it's all good. It's all good. And the great thing is that if you can really, you know, accept that, and it's basically radical self-love, I suppose, or even radical Mm self-like, but if you can get to a place where nothing is good and nothing is bad really, then it somehow gives you the courage to do things that you haven't done before, to get out of your comfort zone. And that, again, adds to confidence it adds to fabulosity and it just adds to a you know, much more fulfilled, happier life. Particularly when you go to midlife where sometimes our lives can get very small. Come on. You know, kids leave home and you sort of think, oh, well, you know, my job's over. What's next? But you have to create your what's next. Yes. And do it, not if, if not for yourself, do it for your children because you are modeling to them what it's like to get to this age. And I found that when I left home and I knew that my mum was struggling with emptiness syndrome, yeah. it put a lot of pressure on me as the daughter. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I didn't want that for my children. Right. And so I am constantly in this, in this reinvention, not constantly, but I, as, you know, as much as possible, 
I get into reinvention mode. What can I do next? What can I do that's new? Where can I exercise self-courage to get me into something different? Because that's what keeps us youthful. Yeah. Not young, but useful and vibrant. And, and so it's all these things that kind of work together. But actually, it's pretty simple. It really is very simple. We, we kind of overcomplicate things, don't we? But if we can just fabify little things every day, hang out more in the positive than the negative, it's all good. Absolutely. A thousand percent. I can't agree more. There's also the reality that when you tune yourself up and you have a more positive attunement, a more optimistic outlook, a higher vibration, not only does it spill over into all of those things, but a lot of the things that were coming at you in the form of these storms and hurricanes and tornadoes of life, right? Like where if you're human and you're walking this earth, life is filled with all kinds of beauty, just as much as it can have some challenges along the way, because the seasons do change. But with that said, they don't seem to hit as hard. They, they might knock on the house and break a couple windows, but they don't rock the foundation and rip the house from the, you know, from the roots of its stability necessarily. Of course, things can happen, but even if that does in some metaphorical way that this might be happening to anyone who's listening to this right now, knowing that you've done your best to tune yourself up is a form of self-protection that covers you. And it also allows, to your point, Yolanda, it allows you to continue to evolve every day. Hopefully, you are evolving. For some people, that might look like a massive uh, recentering of their whole life and, and up-leveling and challenging. For other people, it's pulling out the nice design plate and choosing the earrings that you haven't worn since you were on that vacation 15 years ago that you felt really free and spirited to use or that dress that you're like, it's standing in my closet. Yes, I can still fit it, but I don't have anywhere to wear it to. You can wear it to your backyard, to your living room, right? Absolutely. And even better, you can create events yes. because there are other people out there that are waiting for others to create opportunities to get together and create community. Right. You know, I'm a firm believer that, um, again, midlife women, but any woman really, we have an amazing opportunity to create our next babies. Mm -hmm. You know, our babies, our original babies have left home. What's our new babies? And for me, community is a natural baby to create for us midlife, amazing, fabulous, sensational women. <laughs> and the world is hankering for community. And it's as simple as really extending your hand to people and saying, come, let's have coffee. Come, let's all dress up and go and have drinks. Or let's go for a walk or bring people in. Because, you know, I'm also... You know, one of the things that really upsets me about modern day living is loneliness. Mm. Why do we still have loneliness when there's a planet filled with people? So obviously we're not doing what we can to bring people in because if we all did our little bit of bringing other people in, there would be no loneliness. So create events, get out your beautiful clothes, create events where everyone can just dress up and have fun. Yeah. It's not about being young or thin or beautiful. It's just about being fabulous. And fabulous comes in all guises and ages and, you know, colors and whatever. So just bring out your best stuff, have a ball, invite people around and just, you know, send out your positive vibration. It can yeah. only be good. And enjoy it. So I'm curious, how has this fabulosity affected and impacted your love life? Well, <laughs> I've been married for 27 years. Yes. And um, 
I'm not sure how long you've been married, if you're married, if there are listeners mm-hmm. out there who've been married for a long time. Yeah. But being married for a long time is wonderful. Mm-hmm. It also comes with its challenges. Yes. The physical yeah. side goes up and down. Mm-hmm. And um, But tell you, fabulosity, when you're feeling great about yourself, it only has positive things in all aspects of the bedroom, the kitchen, the everywhere. <laughs> Listen, come on now. Yes, Yolanda, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> she said, I'm spreading the love in, in every way that you can imagine. <laughs> I'm not sure where your mind was, Nikita. But when I, said kitchen, I actually meant cooking. <laughs> well, all the listeners know where my mind was as a balanced sexology and relationship advisor. I am always thinking of the most orgasmic and pleasurable way to enjoy life. <laughs> I love it. We're all fabulous. <laughs> no, and this makes sense. So my husband and I have been together since we were 17, friends since 13, married since 22. So we're definitely in the multiple decades of our marriage now. And I can say from a space of transparency and vulnerability that when I feel good, it doesn't matter whether I'm just in a t-shirt or in the, you know, a, a stripped out outfit, right? Like all tight and, and bonded and hourglass shape. It doesn't matter. When I feel good, when I'm vibrating high, he gets all the benefits of that in every way from my mood, my energy, my smile, my glow. And of course, that transfers from the bedroom all the way to the boardroom because we do own a company together. And it really does make a difference when you, and I will borrow from Yolanda's coin term, when you have in, involved and engaged in the idea of fabulosity as a way of being and not just as a party trick for a moment, it makes a huge difference. It absolutely does. And I also want to... um reveal as well that I'm not always positive. Right. You know, I'm not always in a state of fabulosity. And but one of the tricks that um I think is part of the whole fabulosity philosophy <laughs> is that when I'm feeling low, I really allow myself to be low. And I recognize that I'm feeling low and it's fine. And if I need to cry, I really cry and I really, really go there. Yeah. Because sure. I feel that as soon as you allow yourself to really go into those low moments and feel all that heartache, whatever it is, you will snap out of it a lot quicker. Yeah. And yes. that's a technique that that's that's worked, you know, a lot for me. So, you know, fabulosity isn't always about perfection. Right. It's not about perfection ever, actually. Right. But it's not always about being positive. It it, it is just about self-love and just allowing what is it's fine everything is great everything is great whether it's good or bad it's great and it's all part of the fabulous story yeah no i i vibe with that i always tell my clients feel the feels you'll get through it a lot faster if you don't block it feel the feels let them flow as yucky as it might feel or as pleasurable as it might feel because even for pleasure for people some people are Unfortunately, because of their their narratives and their scripts and maybe their just the life story that they have, they actually don't allow themselves to enjoy pleasure. They stop it. They interrupt it, if you will. And I know for you, based on what I know about you and the professional stalking that I did, that you created fabulosity as a disruptor of people not allowing themselves to be who they were always meant to be and enjoy at every cellular level that they could. Absolutely. We are allowed to feel amazing, even if we're imperfect, even though we've made mistakes. (coughs) Excuse me. 
Um, and I'm not sure where this, this thing comes from, but it feels like women really struggle to give themselves permission. Mm-hmm. And I would like to invite all the fabulous, sensational women around the world, because everybody is fabulous, that if that is how you are feeling, to get help. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter who you get help from. Choose wisely who you get help from, but get out of that mindset because it's not necessary. And we are on this planet for such a short time. We are here to have a blast and to have a ball. And, and so what a waste if we're not doing that every single you know, moment of the day, if we can. Mm, I, I vibe with that completely. So I have to ask you, Yolanda, specifically with all that you have going on and growing your business and being fabulous so you can be in tune to be a a person who drinks your own Kool-Aid, really, before you start sharing it with the world, which is very, very important in the world that I come from. How are you giving yourself permission to pause? Oh, I don't need much permission to pause. I give myself permission to pause every time I feel like it. But I have to say that my one most fabulous indulgence is my daily bath. Mm-hmm. In America, we probably say bathe. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love to bathe every day with oh, candles and beautiful smells. And I just love that time to just decompress and just feel the water, you know, envelop around me. And it's, it's the most wonderful, special time. And um, yeah, so that's, that's one of the ways that I like to decompress. No, I love that. Um, my special bathing time is really important for me too, when I'm able to really enjoy all the elements of it, because I can get real swanky with the milk and the flower petals and, and all the things. And it just, and you don't have to go anywhere. You can do it in your own home. You can even do a version of it in your shower if you don't have a, a full, you know, soaking tub that you can use. So I'm I'm with you completely. I love that so much. And how can people connect with you? I have an all access pass on my website, yolandadrool.com. Ah, nice. First of all, I love the, the statement of that. All access pass. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, Yolanda, for showing up and showing up fully in your fabulous self. We appreciate you and we honor you here at the Balanced Bully Podcast. I appreciate you so much and thank you for the amazing work that you are doing to uplift womankind around the world. It's really so important. Thank you. Balance Bowley listeners, I told you I would not disappoint this entire year and I know that I held up my end of the bargain, so I need you to do yours. If you are new to the BBP, the Balance Bowley podcast show, I need you to do two things and all of our normal listeners, you already know the drill. I want you to honor this phenomenal expert that carved out her time today to show up for you, to share her nuggets, to share her story, to make sure that you were in tune to your fabulosity. And if you're not, that you can get there. Make sure that you go to YolandaDrool.com and get whatever it is that you need and also share it with one other person in your circle who you know needs a little fabulosity in their life. The second main thing I need you to do As always, enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly.